0: 10 minutes remaining. Hello and welcome to The Daily Happy. Today is Saturday, June 25th, 2022. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you.
1: Yes, and you can be there for us by checking out the people that support us like Omaze. Look it up, 10 kdollardaycom slash Omaze. You can win prizes and help people. Nice. Okay, I have some
0: science news today. I know our listeners love when I talk about science. And (laughs) I went down a rabbit hole when I read this story the other day and like laid in bed and watched YouTube on it and stuff. So I know a lot. I'm really in the know with this scientific Yeah,
1: I mean, uh, one YouTube rabbit hole makes us all (laughs) experts. It's true. It's true. So,
0: just a couple of days ago, did you know that there was this giant sunspot that doubled in size in just 24 hours, and it's pointing right at Earth? That's-
1: the sunspots are the dark spots on the sun? Correct. Right? Correct. Wow. I haven't thought about this since elementary school, I, know. I think, first of all. is Okay. So, I'm guessing that is both rare and also somehow dangerous but I don't know what I don't know why
0: exactly and so when I read the headline I was like okay I need to I need to find out why now basically this was reported on June 23rd so just a couple days ago and it is very rare that it would grow this quickly this fast it was basically mm-hmm. 19,000 miles just 24 hours earlier and then it all of a sudden shot up to 31,000 miles okay okay yeah crazy (laughs) so basically there's trackers that are out there and they're dark patches on the sun's surface that create these really like crazy powerful magnetic fields that have this like electric charges
1: and what happens yeah the sunspot has a magnetic field yes
0: Oh, I thought they were just like pimples. No. So, well, kind of. Okay. But they're a magnetic field that basically gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it can pop or snap, if you will. Oh. And it launches bursts of radiation called solar flares from that sunspot into whatever direction it's it's pointing. So, oh, okay. right okay. now it's pointing at the Earth's surface. Now, here's the thing. The Earth... And the sun rotate, right? So it says at least for a few more days, so probably around now or tomorrow or, the, or you know, Sunday, Monday, we're still, it says, in the sunspots crosshairs for a few more days if it decides to snap.
1: <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. Yeah. So we're on guard yeah. now. To be shot by the sun?
0: Correct. But then I wanted to know, okay, is this like the earth is over? Is it mean like fire? Is it, you know, what does this mean? So I did some research. Here's the thing. I didn't know. In 1989, this same thing happened. Basically, this giant like sunspot snapped. It sent this... Crazy like energy, and it says it was the same amount of energy as 10 billion one megaton atomic bombs towards the oh earth. My, okay. Gosh, yeah.
1: that's a lot. But what happens
0: is it hits the earth's magnetic fields. So it doesn't it, – It that basically stops it for a minute. And there's this crazy light show, almost like the Aurora Borealis, like Ooh. insane. This happened in 1989. And, and people all over the world saw it, mostly in Canada, like if you're up at the top of the, the earth, Canada, the UK. But it said it could be seen as far as Florida, some of these like lights. And then what happens though is whatever – electronic whatever is not trapped in our Earth's atmosphere. It gets through and it hits the Earth's surface and it goes underneath our Earth or into our Earth, like into the core. And it starts to just try to find a way out. Well, what happens is it triggers widespread blackouts because it fries our systems. So it's not necessarily like causing a fire or or killing us on the spot, but it's causing these crazy blackouts. It fries anything electrical. So this happened in 1989 when they call them solar storms hit Quebec because that's where it kind of radiated and came out of basically. It kind of was trying to find a way out and then it found this place in Quebec. And all of Quebec went into this like blackout. And I'm talking, everything stopped working. The entire city was shut down. And it was, I don't know. I don't think that's what happened in the New York blackout when I was there many years ago. But were you there for that? I was there for that. Oh. Yeah, it was crazy. Five minutes remaining. And it wasn't like any other blackout I've ever been. Because, you know, we've had the lights go out, right? So, like, a, a transformer blows or there's a storm or I forget to pay my bill. And it's a very quick, right? Everything just goes mm-hmm. out. When I was in New York and that blackout happened, I'll never forget. I was watching the Oprah Winfrey show because I had randomly called in to work. Mind you, that was the best decision of my life. I would have been stuck on 23rd and Broadway because there was no transportation. (laughs) Called into work, sitting on the couch with my roommate Clark. We're watching Oprah and the TV literally went from widescreen and it shrunk into a very small hole in the middle of the screen and then disappeared. It went,
1: did you think aliens were landing? That's a science fiction movie.
0: Oh, it was insane. Because yeah, immediately, yeah. just like 9-11 when I was there, the atmosphere of the entire place changed and I was inside, but I could feel an energy outside that was different. People were coming outside. There was lots of commotion. All of a sudden people were honking more than normal. I was like, what is happening? We looked outside. People were coming out of buildings and looking around in the sky. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It was crazy. And you couldn't find out any information because you had no Wi-Fi. You had nothing. So it was like a lot of like what's happening for a while. But basically this could happen again if if this doesn't if our if we don't access enough to get out of that
1: Sunspots. Well, you know, and you think about these hairs. blackouts, you know, if you're at home, it, it's like what you're saying the TV goes off or the air conditioner, or you have to clean out the fridge, but it's also traffic lights and bank and ATM machines and credit card. Th- like we're so on the grid now, even more so than whatever you said that happened in, in the 80s, you said? 1989.
0: And it's funny you said that because the Quebec airport couldn't operate because they had no communication with their people in the air. So the people were stranded at the airports. They said they give a story about a woman who was trapped in an elevator. It just shut down.
1: No, 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 absolutely not. And They finally, when they
0: finally got into her, she was sleeping on the floor. She had like taken her purse and just curled up into a ball. Well,
1: She's my hero. I'll, if I get stuck in an elevator, it would be with her. Yeah, no, it's real, it's real. Okay. So real talk. What are we supposed to do about this? Nothing, right? Like, there's... Yeah, nothing. We have no control. <laughs>
0: it's literally one of those things that you can't control. Cool. It's That's just it. Yeah. So... And I don't even know if your gen- like a generator would, I guess a generator might work. Yeah, a generator,
1: but, a generator would yeah, work. Yeah. But I, I think, let, let's let's just say, let's all keep our phones charged, everyone out there. Charge all your yes, stuff. Yes, very good idea. Especially for the next yeah. few days. <laughs> yeah, you know, through, through the next week. Let's keep all of our uh, battery chargers full, our spare batteries. Let's just Two be ready. Minutes remaining. And if we get a global blackout base, we'll meet you on the podcast airwaves. <laughs> Because all of you will have uh, charged up stuff. All of the computers that run podcasts will be down. Yeah. So who knows? Um,
0: okay. One more story about mm-hmm. science stuff. So, uh, you know drones, right?
1: Drones I do know cool. drones, yeah.
0: Well, did you know they have water drones? Like that can go into the ocean? Yeah, that are like in the water.
1: Whoa.
0: Yeah. I don't know why. I, I To me, I thought drones always were in the air, but I guess these are called floating drones. Basically the result is what they're quoting a waste shark and they're four feet long and basically they are picking up trash in the ocean.
1: <gasps> well you know I'm a big fan now. Isn't that cool? Yes. That's awesome. And they have this
0: picture and it almost looks like uh, you know, a Roomba almost, just bigger. And it's just going through and it has this giant mouth on the end like a, a little baby whale that kind of just opens and closes and picks up garbage and then it filters out other things. My question was, and oh I boy. did some research, what about a fish? Like what if a fish, how can it, what if it accidentally swallows a fish? Because it's big. The mouth of this drone is big. Aha! Uh-huh. So does the fish, does it know this is a living thing and it can pass that fish through I don't. I, I read about it. I did research. There's nothing. Has no one remaining. asked this
1: question? Well, no you one's know? speaking for the fish, except this. Th- that's podcast. my thing. Uh, no, that's a really good point, and I bet, I bet they didn't think that through. Well, at the end of the article, it says,
0: uh, "With any luck, the next generation will feature far more happy fishes, corals, and humans." Ten.
1: I was like, Nine, well, wait, eight, pause, seven, you know? Yeah. Six. We need more five, information, four, fish scientists, drone three, people. Two, what about the fish? One.